3: The numbers
4: told the story. They always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Good Thursday morning, too. It is a numbers game at VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, and of course the DK Network. It's Gil Alexander, it's Kelly Midlin, live from Bar Canada at the D, downtown Las Vegas. Both Kelly and I have our blankies with us today. You got the quarter zip. Quarter zip. Let's go. Let's go you, snuggle time. You Let's get go. you get a lot of uh, guff from uh, other Veasan hosts about your quarter zip. Do they have like a? What do you mean?
5: Wait, wait, whoa, whoa! I don't know this. Yeah, you do. I saw I saw one tweet from Dustin Sweetelson Dustin who wears one almost you. every day.
4: JVT had something to say about your quarter zip. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: Because well, that that one was fair. Because because maybe I've given him some guff before. Oh, uh,
4: yeah. <laughs> I see. A quarter zip controversy here at the network. Uh, <laughs> I
5: forget how that started though. He was wearing one when it was like I re- I like met up with him and it was like
4: ninety degrees out or something oh. like that. And I'm like, what are you wearing? <laughs> now Kelly sports it on the show. Kelly's going to be on the megapod after the show today too. Yeah, he's right. reached the big time. Uh, looking forward to that. Wishnev, Will Hill, uh, on this show on a numbers game. It is Thursday, so unscripted with, Kraken, uh, with the Crackman Bill Krakenberger, coming up a little later on. Todd Wishnev will make an appearance on this show. In addition to the Megapod, Todd hasn't been on a numbers game for a while, for quite some time. So we're uh, excited. I'm sure he'll be. I'm sure he'll be well dressed. Let's put it that way. I think we can guarantee, <laughs> guarantee. that. Has <laughs> he
5: not been on this football season?
4: Ah. Uh, I don't think
5: so. So, if then it would have been. He might have been. Probably when he was here last time over the summer or something. Yeah. yeah. Well,
4: he's doing college basketball thoughts. And, you know, college basketball resumes in earnest today. So, he'll be bending that in game today. So, we'll talk to Todd, what's on his mind. Um, you know, stuff that we could talk about on air with him. And uh, we will also talk to Tim Murray today, host of VEASAN Prime Tim. Cut off that E. Vison Prime Tim. Um, and uh, <laughs> we'll get his thoughts on college football bowl season. Which, let me just say again, I know I keep saying this. Yesterday, another one of these days, Kelly, where I just after the show, uh, and again, this is this you know, presumes that you have no life responsibilities and you could actually sit through and watch these games because you get you do have to be locked in. One of these days, where three out of the four bowl games, betting them in game, went my way just by observation, um, and I think anybody can sort of do this beginning with you know yesterday just to give the example Virginia Tech and Tulane it was it was pretty clear as that game developed that Virginia Tech was going to be able to wear down Tulane and they and they did by the way worst announcing crew ever that's a different story uh, and that happened, so we we're able to get a. a uh, I and I saw go- a lot of tweets about
5: that. Oh, did you? I saw more tweets about more tweets about that than actually me watching any wow. minutes
4: of the game. I did not see that. I'm yeah. just saying that independently. I was ta- I was texting Parls about it because I'm like Parls, do you know who these guys? Because he always knows who they are.
5: I saw tweets about that. and, I tur- I, and then I turned up the volume. I was like doing work or something. And I had just turned up the volume on the TV and I and then I and then I felt really bad because I
4: thought I recognized one of the voices at first, like someone I knew, <laughs> no. and I was like, oh boy, he's getting trashed. And I was like, oh no, I don't know. Yeah. Who this is. Uh, then, then, look, we're, we're all prone. And not every day is going to go well with these in-game college bowl game, in-game bets. But they they typically will. The one game that I got wrong yesterday, and I'm an idiot, is that I decided to, for whatever reason, not take the instinct on a side. But I was getting tired. I was going to take a nap. And I was like, oh, let me get in a bet here real quick on this uh, West Virginia, North Carolina game. Read that completely wrong because I decided for some reason to venture into a total and stupidly went with an over, which was dumb. Um, but then get that right back. <clears throat> and just to give you specific examples of what I'm talking about, USC was then playing Louisville. Um, seven to seven game, USC with the ball and driving. And remember, USC is a pre flop four and a half point dog. It's uh, Miller Moss in this game at quarterback, not Caleb Williams. And as they're matriculating on the second drive, which, w- which would be their first go ahead drive of the game, you could still get them at plus three. And then I was able to get in a couple of plus threes. And then when they scored and went up 14 to 7, you could still get them at minus two and a half. And again, I'll make the point. I wouldn't recommend this in any other sport, in any other betting vehicle, where you're like, wait a minute, you could have gotten them plus four and a half before the game. Now you're getting them minus two and a half. And you in addition to your plus three and you still want to play it. Yes, I will still make this claim with these college bowl games and maybe not towards the end and certainly not in the national semis but for these sort of mismatched hodgepodge games of teams that are just patchworking you know players in this you can figure out things you could the information you gain is so much more important than worrying about you getting the you know something worse than what you could have gotten pre flop because pre flop you're pontificating you are really guessing in so many cases so those were numbers that were able to get USC ends up winning it by the way Miller Moss with six touchdown passes 372 yards passing and I'm sure I'm not the only one who thought to himself self are we sure Caleb Williams is that special after seeing that? It was pretty. It was unbelievable. And then the last game. Holiday
5: State, Bowl record. Okay. Well, let's make sure Holiday to get that Bowl.
4: Right, that, that by the way, right. when I was a kid, Holiday Bowl was always high scoring, too. So, it actually is something. Um, and then the last game last night, which was Oklahoma State and Texas A&M, which took a little while to reveal. But A&M is down 18 with six minutes left in the third quarter with the ball past midfield, and you could still get them at plus 18. Those are the moments I'm talking about. You, immediate bet. And it worked out. They're not always going to work out. But I hope you understand, uh, for those who are new or new-ish or to betting, I wouldn't recommend this kind of thing in any other time of year. But for for this, it just works out more often than not. So, we'll talk to Tim Murray about uh, his pre-flop thoughts on these bowls today. Because that's always good to know what the pre-flop thoughts are as you get into it. Uh, tonight, Thursday Night Football, Kelly. Last Thursday Night Football game of the, of the year, of the regular season. You excite? Yeah. Let's no, go. No? Not so much?
5: I am. No, no, no. I'm mean, in... I've got bets. I've got bets on okay. this one, so I'm, I'm more excited than some I'm, crappy Thursday. I, without games. <laughs> even knowing, I'm gonna
4: guess. I know exactly what you're doing here. You're, uh, you're well, taking Cleveland as a teaser leg.
5: Um, oh, d- yeah. double checking. What did I end up doing? Yes, I do. I do have that as a teaser leg. But I laid this. I laid six on the opener too.
4: Oh, you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smart.
5: So yeah, I laid six on the opener small, and then yes, I do have a teaser with Browns and Packers.
4: Okay, so this is seven and a half now, and the total is thirty-five. Uh, conflating those two things, like a 21-14 to kind of game. Uh, Browns can clinch, can clinch a playoff spot with either a win or a tie tonight. Uh, since 2002, as Cleveland Browns fans so painfully know, Cleveland has only been to the playoff twice in the last two decades. So this is a big deal for Cleveland fans. There is an outside chance they could still win the division and get the number no. 1 seed as well. That would require two Baltimore losses and two Cleveland wins. Um, Just out of thoroughness's sake, want to point that out. But really, it's about, pardon me, clinching the playoff berth tonight for the Browns. Uh, Meanwhile, the Jets, uh, you know, how many consecutive years of double-digit losses? Could be their fourth straight if they lose tonight. Trevor Simeon getting the start, second consecutive start for the Jets tonight. uh, In Zach Wilson said, Zach Wilson still with the concussion protocol. So, Trevor Simeon will be the starter. By the way, Trevor Simeon against Washington this past week in a game where the Jets... Snatched victory from the jaws of defeat from the jaws of victory. Average pass traveled 3.3 yards downfield, Kelly. Gunslinger. Gunslinger. 3.3 <laughs> yards downfield, and only completed 55% of them. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that. There's Trevor that. <laughs> Uh And then, uh, you know, on the other side of the ball, Jets D ranks third in DBOA against the pass, 13th against the run. Flacco, for all of the... Greatness of a 38 year old guy, former Super Bowl champion coming off the street and being a comeback player of the year award candidate. He has turned the ball over. Uh, Seven picks, one lost fumble in just four games. Amari Cooper, questionable game time decision tonight with a heel injury that on the heels, see what it did there, of him setting the Browns franchise record for most receiving yards in a football game. Add to that, talking about the total here now the low total of 35. Add to that both kickers. We could have both backup kickers in action tonight for in the, in the case of the Browns, we know that to be the case. Dustin Hopkins, who pulled the hammy last week, uh, and again, the punter couldn't kick the short field goals for the Browns. Hopkins is out. Um on the year he's been eight he was 8 of 8 from 50 plus. Had hit 90% of all of his field goal attempts. So it's going to be Riley Patterson. You know him most recently from uh Lions and Jaguars, fame. Fame in quotes, by the way. Uh, and Riley Patterson, good on short range, but beyond 50, 50 plus, three for six. So, there's that. And on the Jet side, Zerline, Greg Zerline, who did hit the game winner against uh, the Commodores last, last week, quadricep injury, listed as questionable. If he can't go, it's going to be Austin Seibert going for the Jettison's tonight. So, add all that in the mix. And uh, let me get back to a couple of handicaps I had last week. You may recall from Guessing Lines, from the Megapod, I had these as contest picks as well. I said, in the case of the New England Patriots against the Denver Broncos, I thought it was too many points. New England plus seven is where I got it in that game, and the total was 36. And part of the handicap is just simply that. You're giving me seven points on a total of 36. That that buttresses, my, that, that buoys my initial handicap of how I felt about just Denver giving too many points to begin with. In the case of the Las Vegas Raiders, you may recall, I thought that was too many points against the Kansas City Chiefs. By the way, didn't think either. Didn't bet the money line on either team. I should point out, but I thought it was way too many points. That was the Raiders getting ten at the time that I bet it. It Actually, went up to eleven. That was the Raiders getting ten when the total was right around forty. Same sort of thing as well. That my handicap was sort of buttressed by the fact that it's a low total with a lot of points being given. And so here we have roughly close to that Patriots game, but even. Lower of a total, getting more points. So you have the, you have the Jets getting seven and a half on a total of 35. And so you say, all right, well, do you have the same handicap about the Jets that you did about the Patriots and the and the Raiders? And the answer is, uh, I do not. I'm not touching it <laughs> whatsoever, because I don't trust the Jets' offense. And as good as the Jets' defense is, I would expect the Browns to put up enough points to make that dicey.
5: Yeah, yeah. That, 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 and that's kind of how I'm viewing it in... in yeah, I have these bets. I do think there's going to be a Joe Flacco kind of stinker game. You did bring up the interceptions that are being a little, uh, I, I don't want to say forgotten about, but, you know, the, the positive play and the positives for the Browns have been overwhelming that part of the conversation. I think there's a stinker game coming from yeah. Joe at some point, but I think just overall, oh, too much overwhelming for the Cleveland side. And, so,
4: and some of his great touchdown passes thread thread the needle. We tend to purge that from our brains as well. Uh, we got to talk Russell Wilson. This went down right as we were getting off air yesterday. Let's talk about that and how it relates to Survivor next on a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network.
0: The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its
1: first female president.
0: And then you have China.
7: A numbers game on v the sports betting
4: network. Looking to bet smarter, than v has the perfect holiday gift for you. Sign up on our holiday special today and get v Pro access to everything we do from now through May 1st for only $79. Sign up today and get unlimited access to daily best bets, exclusive betting splits, premium analysis, 24-7 video, plus all our betting guides and best bets for all college bowl games, the Super Bowl, and March Madness. Don't miss out on this limited-time holiday offer. Visit v slash subscribe to sign up on our holiday special now. That's vsin.com slash subscribe. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin live from the barrage, Barcanana. here at the D, downtown Las Vegas. We get tweets at Beating the Book. Uh, this is from. This is from Scott New York Mess16, who says, "No more Wishnev Wednesdays. We now have Throwback Thursdays with Todd Wishnev. He will be here later." Kevin Ryan took your advice and in-game bet the Bulls yesterday and swept. Good tip. As I have no life and no favorite sushi bar, I will be doing the same today. As you should. As you should. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna react to the sushi comment. Just not going to. <laughs> uh, yesterday, as we were getting off air, literally everything goes down. Right at the at the noon 9 a.m. Pacific news cycle. This actually came down a few minutes before. Russell Wilson Kelly uh, may have played his last day, last game, last play with the Denver Broncos. In fact, uh, if all goes according to the Broncos' plan, that will be the case. Uh, this was largely a financial thing. Um, we've seen this before. We've seen this in the past in the NFL. Washington, most famously with RG3 in his last year, sat him for almost an entire season, because they didn't want him risking injury, and then they'd be on the hook for a gob of money. Well, in Russell Wilson's case, he is guaranteed $39 million next year, with whether he's with the team or not. but. An additional $37 million that would have become guaranteed Uh, if he can't pass a physical in early March. That's what they're trying to avoid. That's what they don't want to be on the hook for. Uh, An injury in the last two games of this season could potentially trigger that guarantee. But basically, the Broncos making it clear, they don't want to have to pay it. Period. At all. Um, By the way, massive dead money charges over the next two years. Bill Barnwell did a great job with this at ESPN.com if the Broncos cut him. uh, There's no fixing that. So it's not like you can use that salary cap space uh, on players, including potential replacements at quarterback. That stuff is dead money. And if you look at free agent quarterback crop, if you look at this, um, you know this group of well, the Broncos in the draft. You know maybe they could have taken advantage of that if they thought the if they thought the draft was you know full chuck full of uh, quarterbacks. They only have six picks in the upcoming April draft. No second rounder, for instance. And I think right now, what are they slotted at 13, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yep. So I mean, one of the worst trades in the history of the NFL? For sure, I think front Office sports did a great job of spelling this out yesterday. Uh, they said if the Broncos release Russell Williams uh, Russell Wilson pardon me after June 1st, it uh, it'll have cost them the following to trade for and sign him. Look at that. Uh, 124 million in salary. we just talked about the dead cap money in both 2024 and 2025. We didn't actually. 35.4 next year is what we were talking about. But then an additional, right? It's almost 85, it's over 85 million total the next two seasons. Uh, Not to mention the players involved in the trade Noah Fant, Drew Locke, Shelby Harris. First round pick uh, in 2022, a second round pick last year as well, a a fifth round pick last year, and then a first. in 2023, which ended up being Devin Witherspoon. And, yeah, then, a a, and then a second names, as like well. Charles
5: Cross, Boyamafe, like these are big, time, na- big yeah. time players right now.
4: Yeah. And then listen, his record as a starting quarterback, 11 and 19 with the Denver Broncos. And if you look at his again, it's 85 million in dead money, no matter what, they're just trying to avoid that other, you know, that other amount, 37 million is what they're trying to get out of on top of that. But again, from a franchise standpoint, man, are they in are they in just a, a pickle? <laughs> it shows my words carefully there. <laughs> um, by the way, Peyton, Sean Payton didn't deny the economic influence yesterday, but here's his quote. The number one push behind this is to get a spark offensively and he also added on tuesday if you missed his press conference he goes we're average to below average in a lot of things offensively wilson russell wilson yesterday by the way uh, he tweeted out god's got me looking forward to what's next his you know it wasn't it wasn't the worst statistical season for wilson 98.0 on his passer rating that's after that's out of 158.3 26 touchdowns eight picks that's respectable four game winning drives this season but Broncos, among the league's worst in third-down production, goal-to-go situations, 22nd in the red zone. And going to finish without a 1,000-yard receiver, likely for the fourth consecutive season, and will probably miss the playoffs for the eighth consecutive, <laughs> the eighth consecutive season. Uh, Wilson has only one 300-yard passing game this season, and that was the game where they gave up 70 to the Dolphins. And if you think about just from, you know, if we're just going to play sports talk radio for a second...
5: Yeah, like, overall reactions, quick uh, quick takeaways from
4: this. <sighs> The Broncos are in trouble. This, yep. this is what happens when you when you have such an egregious contract. You can't get even if they save themselves from this thirty plus million chunk, like we talked about. The dead cap money is still egregious, and you're not going to be able to use that to help your ball club. We just talked about how the quarterback situation for them is, is sparse, and they were already what, five nine and one against the spread this year. We're just showing against the spread numbers here off air. Um, where where does a guy like Russell Wilson end up? Falcons, Patriots, Giants, Raiders. Remember he he had a, like a sort of fixation on the Raiders yeah, 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 at yeah. one point.
5: So um, yeah, I, I mean, I guess for for I mean, yes, Broncos uh, obviously in trouble. Well, and essentially, there, by, there's by, by one thing you haven't brought up yet. I'm a oh, little surprised. Okay, just because you were, you and us were very critical of Sean Payton earlier. Yes. In the year.
4: Yeah.
5: Oh boy, Sean, you better get this right.
4: Well, here's so okay. The reason that this finally happened, right, is that the Broncos were legit in playoff contention until they lost to the Patriots, and their and their playoff probability after losing to the Patriots, by some estimations, was like two point three percent, which is essentially zero, right? They'd have a, have a whole bunch of things happen for them to get in, so they just decided, okay, that's it. We're not making the playoffs. But Sean Payton, yes, you're right. It's all karma, baby. It's all karma for all that stuff he said in the offseason I mean, that's about right. the you pit, come out, hack it.
5: Yeah, you're talking trash about how this franchise handled things before. Now you've blown it up, basically. And
4: and you're starting from a position that nobody wants to start with. He does. I mean, let's bring in the one guy that we haven't brought up in this, in this whole thing is Jarrett Stidham is getting the start now for these last two days for the Broncos. Sean Payton legit... Seems to he really does like Jared Stidham. When he was the coach of the Saints, he was sort of fixated on drafting him. Didn't work out. The Patriots did, but he he seems to. I mean, maybe he's just a good actor, but he really seems to think Jared Stidham is special. And so uh, we'll see about that. Because right now he's your de facto starter. Not only right now, unless you can acquire somebody in free agency. And who's it, Russell? It's both sides, right? Russell Wilson will have some cachet in free agency, yeah. believe it or not. Yeah, because definitely a couple guys are going to sign with their teams. And this is the thing: the only way that the Broncos get out of this this cap hell is if they're able to agree to some trade, and the team they trade with accepts a big chunk of that salary. And so, and you say to yourself, who would ever do that? It's Russell Wilson, less rise on the downside. But we know from like draft day, teams get super irrational with quarterbacks, right? So you never know. I just mentioned Falcons, Patriots, Giants, Raiders. You don't think the Patriots could use Russell Wilson? You don't think the Falcons, Russell Wilson would be an upgrade of what they have right now? I think he would be.
5: I think that would be the one spot that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, Atlanta Falcons. I mean, we have. You're talking about. You're still talking about a guy who can who can throw a deep ball pretty well. And we've been talking about a underutilized, highly drafted tight end that's been sitting there for a couple of years now. Kyle Pitts, who's just a freak athlete. You got Drake London on that team now. You bring in Bijan Robinson in the last draft. Like, man, I would think you're a veteran quarter a veteran quarterback away from actually being a serious team. It's just it's been a joke of a quarterback situation there the past couple of years. I, Gil, I think we might end up seeing though. though, from all these stories that we've heard about Russell Wilson more and more seemingly over the past couple of years, I, I We've gotten too used to the Tom Brady's of the world and the Aaron Rodgers of the world sticking around and yes. sticking around. This dude's got a lot of guaranteed money coming his way for years to come. He's 35 years old. I'm not so sure Russell Wilson ain't just hanging it up after this.
4: It, we, we've gotten spoiled on that—the fact that we've had this weird age curve that is brand new to us with Brady and Rogers that you're talking about. Um, we also we we got you know Matt Brown is famous for saying we've gotten spoiled with quarterbacks that are drafted like Herbert and Burrow. Yeah. have completely skewed the expectation of what you can get in a draft. Now, like the the people who are crapping on Justin Fields, like I laugh. I'm like, I would love Justin Fields (laughs) as a Washington guy. Like, are you kidding me? Uh, Because we were just talking about this on the the DC thing yesterday. Like, now having the third pick, oh man, they they don't like Sam Howell. Are they going to draft a quarterback? And we were debating, and one guy was like Drake May. I'm like, no, don't draft Drake May. He's exactly Sam Howell. Don't do that. Draft a mobile quarterback because your your chances of success with a mobile quarterback. It's much more likely than with someone who isn't. Anyway, it's a lot of tentacles. And I think you're, it's a great point about Russell Wilson. You know what I'm going to give a shout out to? Joe Pita, who came on this show at, uh, two summers ago, took a lot of incoming for crushing Russell Wilson, even in his last days in Seattle. And he ends up looking great, as Joe tends to often on this show. We'll come back, some college football pre-flop thoughts from Tim Murray, VEASAN's own. It's a numbers game at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. A numbers game on v the sports betting network. All right, got to take a break, talk about Zen nicotine pouches. We're always debating what a team needs to do to get to number one, but Zen nicotine pouches, well, they're already there. It's helped millions of people achieve lasting change, earning the title of America's number one nicotine pouch. Find your Zen at your local convenience store or online at Zinn.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Skill Alexander. is Kelly Bidlin. Before we get to Tim Murray from v primetime. Beast and Prime Tim, as you cleverly uh, said they should adjust the name to. As you cleverly saw Chiron error. Did, I didn't cleverly. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I did cleverly to the end. Uh, like, yeah. I saw a typo and thought we renamed the show. <laughs> we were talking about the whole Russell Wilson thing on the last segment. I forgot to bring in the whole survivor tie into this. So there's four remaining survivor entrants. Circus Master had Cle- has Cleveland. He's the only one who has Cleveland available to him. He'll play them tonight, one would assume. And every and sort of the other three. Had Denver available to them, and at least two of those three were probably going to take Denver. I'm just assuming that. Really, I mean, if you think Russell Wilson to Jared Stidham is a downgrade, and the market appears to think it is a bit, um, yeah, that becomes <laughs> diceier, right? <laughs> oh, but here is your survivor update. So, just as I say that, here's your survivor update. There are docu signs that are out there. They have not been signed yet. But it looks like there's some kind of chop. Let me let me be clear because these guys use new terms now. Some sort of save and move forward situation. So like the last three guys last year, they decided to break. It was a six point one three three million last year. They each guaranteed themselves a million or thereabouts last year, and then they played for the rest of it. It looks like we could have a deal. Now, nothing's signed yet, so until the docusigns are signed, nothing is done, and they got to do it by game time tonight, but it looks like something's about to happen. Okay. All right. That's the word. I
5: like it. Take four mil off the table, something like that. Play
4: for the rest. <laughs> I do, too. Now, the, I, I think there was a little bit of haggling in terms of if it was an ex- exact chop on what they're chopping, but that, that those were, you know... Apparently, the docusigns are out. Tim Murray joins us now, ladies and gentlemen. He's the host of VEASAN Prime Time. Or as the uh, Chiron said the other day, Prime Tim. And we thought that was a very clever name. How you doing, Tim? I've been working hard to get that name changed. Um, yeah.
3: And I, I thought for a moment it, it had happened. But uh, unfortunately, just a, a, an error. <laughs>
4: <laughs> okay. Thank you, by the way, for having me on your DC show Sunday yeah, morning man. as well. What's the name of that show for everybody in the DMV? The big wager on Big 100 game days
3: right before uh, the official pregame show starts. So uh, unfortunately, only two shows left, Gil, because uh, oh. from what I've been told, uh, they're not going to be making the playoffs.
4: Yeah. You're with me, though. Jaden Daniels at three. You're with me.
3: 100%. Yeah, I, I love Jaden Daniels. I think he's a unique talent. Uh, I think he's what makes sense in the NFL. I think this is the guy as we get going in this draft process and Gil, I know you love it. I love it. Your former uh, co-host on, uh, uh, on another show on this network and jumps on your show. Matt Brown loves the draft. Um, You know, I, I think this, this three-month stretch that we're about to embark on, I believe is going to give Jaden Daniels a whole lot of legs. And I think it's going to lead to discussions of, wait, why didn't we have this guy as the number two quarterback? Or, you know, should he be in the discussion for one? I'm not saying he's going to go one, but I do think the next three months, in my opinion, are going to be very uh, beneficial to Jaden Daniels. He's not a small guy, right? He's four. He's a little slender, uh, but I think that, uh, the draft process is really going to help him out. And uh, I think he's going to move very quickly up boards. And, you know, instead of just being a top 10 pick, I think we're talking top five and
4: maybe even number three uh, when all said and done. All right, Tim, we got a quartet, another four college football bowl games today, beginning the first kicking off in a 26 minutes or thereabouts. The Wasabi Fenway Bowl. What's Wasabi again, Kelly? Cloud Services something company. That's correct. Not actual Wasabi. That's exactly mm. right. Wasabi. The actual Wasabi. Not, no condiment. Did not. Is it a s- condiment? I guess uh, a condiment. I maybe. Uh, I don't know what we call it. <laughs> um, at Fenway Park. Short porch over the monster. Uh, we have a game this morning between SMU and Boston College. SMU favored by a hefty 12 and a half in this. What do you got?
3: Yeah, we've seen the steam on SMU, the Ponies. Um, Curious motivation uh, with SMU, uh, in my opinion, being very much snubbed for the group of five uh, spot in the New Year's Six. I believe they should be playing Oregon in the Fiesta Bowl. I think they would give us a better game, but that's beside the point. So I do wonder motivation. Not a lot of opt outs for the Ponies. Uh, They're headed to the ACC next year. So, hey, this could be a, a future rivalry between SMU and Boston College. Uh, not a real strong play on the side. I guess I would look SMU. Uh, we're doing a pick em pool on, uh, on visa primetime where you have to pick every game. And I took Boston College and I immediately regretted that decision. Mm. Um, If you're out there and you need action on every single game, I think I would go under Gil. uh, Last night at Circo's 48 and a half, it's 47 and a half across the market, 48 being a decently key number. Um, I guess I would look under. I think there's gonna be some rain wind in the in the forecast up there at Fenway Park. So uh, I'll go, uh, if you need a play for a game that starts in 25 minutes, I'll go some under here between SMU and Boston College. All right. What about the other three games today? Get some good matches. Yeah, another baseball stadium game. I like Rutgers. uh, And this was a play that I gave out on the Beeson College Football Betting Podcast God, it feels like three years ago, but it was uh, four weeks ago. Uh, One of my first plays was Rutgers plus the points and now they're a favorite. So that makes you feel warm and fuzzy inside. And now we need to go cash that ticket. Um, I just situationally, my goodness, does it scream Rutgers anymore? Yes, they've lost their last four games, uh, but that necessarily hasn't been that big of a difference. Uh, Air Force lost their last four games heading into the bowl season, and they beat James Madison uh, in their bowl game. I know Coastal Carolina limped into the bowl season. They went out to the island and uh, beat San Jose State. So Look, we're we're gonna flash the graphic here in just a moment. Uh Rutgers is minus one thirty on the money line. Uh obviously you missed plus four, uh, which is what I was out there to start the bowl season, but uh you know, you can't cry over spilled milk. I think Rutgers to win this game is still a decent bet. So uh, you know, lay the cheapest money line price out there. I see the, the market starting to steam up some two and a half, so we'll see if we get to three. Um a little bit later on, we've got NC State and Kansas State. Uh I, I was surprised, guys, to see that this. this. This number went up to three this morning here in favor of Kansas State. Uh, I took two and a half yesterday and some money line on the Wolfpack. They do this with the hand signal. It uh, doesn't really make a ton of sense, but um, <laughs> um, I uh, I got a bad number because I think NC State's going to win this game. But if you can get three, I say giddy up. Let's uh, let's rock and roll with NC State here. Trusting my ginger brother, Brendan Armstrong, doesn't make you feel warm and fuzzy inside because he is a, a very uh, big proponent of turning the ball over. But look, Kansas State's dealt with a lot of opt-outs here. Uh, I think you're going to find out. I don't know this for sure, but my guess is that Peyton Wilson, the stud linebacker, kind of do everything uh, for NC State. Uh, He is not going to play, or I would be surprised if he does play. So maybe you see a little bit of movement there. But at three, I think NC State's a play here, guys. I think NC State very motivated to get to 10 wins. Uh, Kansas State's going to be turning to Avery Johnson, who is a highly touted recruit out of the state of Kansas, uh, which is rare at the quarterback position. Uh, He's a big runner. Uh, but Will Howard, uh, who, by the way, is still looking for a destination, which is uh, kind of fascinating in its own right of the uh, the transfer portal there. Uh, but I like the Wolfpack here. I think they're going to throw up those uh, hand signals. think they're going to get 10 wins, uh, and uh, I'll go with NC State. And then late night, guys, uh, I haven't made a play out on this one, but, man, this is my favorite non-New Year's Six bowl game. I think this has the a, potential of being an absolute shootout at the Alamo dome. How many years has the Alamo bowl given us a, a lot of fun during the holiday season? Uh, once again, kind of circling back guys, because I know people want picks on every game. Uh, if, if playing it, I take the points of Oklahoma. Uh, I don't think Jackson Arnold's going to be that big of a downgrade from Dylan Gabriel. And I think maybe you're getting a little bit of a, uh, of that old value on Oklahoma with the change from Dylan Gabriel, who left to go in the transfer portal to Oregon, Jackson Arnold, five-star recruit, highly, highly, highly touted recruit. uh, And he will be making his first start here. So I think this is a fun game. I'll say this, Gil. I know you and I were talking off air about USC and how you bet them in game. I think this game is perfect in game. It's late night. It's sit back with whatever cocktail you want, whatever snacks you want, I think you'll be able to get both of these teams at a plus price at some point tonight. I just feel like that type of game is going to unfold in San Antonio. All right. Tim recommends a
4: beverage for that game as well. Arizona, Oklahoma. Yeah. Uh before- I'm coffee right now. Okay. Before I let you go, Notre Dame happens to play tomorrow. No one more locked into the Fighting Irish than you are. How do you feel about their game against Oregon State? Notre Dame favored by six and a half. Six, we're showing.
3: Yeah. yeah. It's, it's the opt out bowl. Uh, both of these teams just full of opt outs. Notre Dame. I can't go through all of them in a minute, but I'll run down as quickly as I can. Sam Hartman, quarterback Two left left tackle, right tackle. Audra uh the running back, uh, the whole wide receiver room essentially is in the transfer portal or is injured. Uh, I will say this, guys, uh, under was my first play along with Rutgers plus four at forty six and a half. I think Oregon State's going to really struggle to score offensively. Oregon State, they're without their start running back, Damian Martinez, their top two quarterbacks in DJ Uyunglele and Aiden Childs. They will have Ben Goldbranson, who started eight games last year, including their bowl game. Uh, remember, Jonathan Smith has departed to go to Michigan State, brought a bunch of the staff with them. Uh, the interim head coach, or the full-time head coach, is not even coaching this bowl game. So uh, I would go under, maybe take Irish on a money line par
4: legs I think they do win the game in El Paso. Beeson Primetime, weekdays, 6 p.m. with great Tim Murray. Thank you, Tim. Appreciate it. Enjoy the games. All right, see you guys. Jim Murray, always solid, always solid. Tell you who else is solid. Crackman, he's next. Unscripted. Bill Krakenberger, Numbers Game, Visa, the Sports Betting Network.
0: The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first
1: female president.
0: And then you have China.
4: A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. This week, new customers can bet $5 and pocket $150 in bonus bets instantly, and they'll get the NBA League Pass for the rest of the season. Download the app and use the promo code VSIN when you sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. Gil Alexander, we get tweets at beating the book always appreciate the uh, feedback this is from uh, Joby who said I went to one of the big two sports books to bet into a tennis futures market and was told that the market which is available online is not available at the counter or kiosk is this an oversight or is there some malevolent intent it's an oversight I don't think there's any malevolent intent on that I could be wrong but I, I'm guessing not um, you, you'd be amazed at some of the oversights that exist here in Nevada from yeah. One thing to another. Uh, Steven Vegas. You're right. Russell Wilson to Atlanta really would be a great fit. That's where Sierra and future are from. I'm sure that city would totally embrace him. (laughs) sarcasm. Uh, What could possibly go wrong? Maybe his own team playing future songs during games. Uh, Logic three, two, two, seven. I live in Pittsburgh and I got crushed in my fantasy football league group uh, chat because I said I think the Steelers should try and trade for fields. Dude, the fields hate just amazes me. It really does. Um, Lionel G Williams I really think there's a chance for a tie in comeback player of the year Demar Hamlin and Joe Flacco comeback players of the year answers all my questions solves all my problems P.S. I'm holding a Flacco ticket at 55 to 1 LOL do you, have, do you have a problem if they
5: handle it that way by the way? I do not Me either <laughs> You have co-winners I don't know how they pay those out what do you dead heat I guess you get dead heated I don't
4: know gotta check your rules ladies and gentlemen it's time for Unscripted with Bill Krakenberger, the Crack Oh
7: yeah. yeah! Billy, good morning. How you doing? Good. I like how you appear. Yeah. I just, uh, I'm, I'm happy to be able to appear after all these years. You guys didn't throw me off. No,
4: never. Yeah. You know, our buddy Todd was going to show up in the last segment. I don't know we didn't physically? tell you that. Physically, physically. Oh, all right, so he's here in town. Yeah, he's here in town. He's doing the Megapod also right oh, afterwards. Nice. So he's going to he's going to come a little early on. Cool. The old that'll be half of the uh, the featured players of the old Showtime docu series yeah. action at one table. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs>
7: and that's right. New record. You know, it's funny. Someone that uh, now that you mentioned that, someone sent me someone sent me something yesterday off of one of these tweet uh, twitters guys that don't know anything you just just putting just to get content out there and they sent me the um uh, a clip when i was at M- monmouth park uh warren sharp and i were at monmouth park we were betting and we were showing the don best screen light up and and showing when, what happens when when uh, releases come out and and uh they accused me of manipulating the line to bet the other side. Like, people are so stupid. They had nothing to do. No, no, really. They don't have jobs. Just walk around casinos and oh, see what happens. Look, look at the crowd at, the, at like, uh, Durango yesterday at 1 o'clock. I said, nobody works. It's unbelievable. You, you and I came to the same conclusion <laughs> that on Christmas Day here. Right. And I'm talking, you've, you've lived here for how long? On um, 20 years. Oh, I text you. Yeah. Christmas, Christmas Eve so or Christmas, I, day? I w-
4: Christmas Day? Christmas Day. I Christmas Day. Christmas Day. I was walking through Caesars at the time, too. I have lived here for seven years, but I've been coming here you know, before that hundreds of times from California for the last 20 years. I lived at the Hard Rock, for goodness sake, for a couple sure. summers. Never. We both came to the same conclusion. We've never seen a more crowded day in the history of Vegas.
7: Yeah, text good, I texted said, Kill, are you out anywhere? I said, what's going on here? So, I actually left my car. At Fountain Blue because you could not get out. The security guards were like, you had to a, abandon your it's car. An hour and a half late, an hour and a half wait to get out. And and I was waiting. I, I just parked in a spot and got out. And I asked one of the security guards, there's a flaw in their parking garage where oh. cars have tough, tough situation get around one of the, the turns. So they had to. One down there ten go this way. Now ten go this way. It destroyed the parking garage that night. Oh my Hour god! Hour and a half. It was just that busy though, I and mean, it was just that busy. All the casinos. But it wasn't just there. It was so. It was... I abandoned my car. I like that better. Yeah. I abandoned my car. Took a couple Ubers. Uh, ne- right next door to the win. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I could have walked it really, but uh, took took a couple Ubers back and forth, and I, I spent about four hours in the win. And I text you from the win because the win was so packed. I'm like, wow. Caesar's
4: was like a New York City street. You know how you like a C of people one yeah. way to see of people the other it yeah. was unbelievable right that's right. wild that
7: oh no wild. And, and, and and you know gill's response to me was it kind of started last year he's right last year was last a, year was the first was a time big it big it's always a busy week between christmas and new year's uh by the way in town jam-packed uh, i went out a couple other nights too wow but christmas night What happens is everyone opens up their gifts, the kids are all together, and the adults go out because they don't have to work. And not only that, they have visitors in town that are just here, so they want to see the new casino, which is Fountain Blue. I just didn't know the other ones would be that busy. Like Caesars, he's saying there's like a New York street both ways. Boy, I'll tell you what, no collection buckets for the casinos no. or the sports books after they destroyed people and ruined lives on uh Christmas Day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, was it Christmas Day? Was that one that, that that one uh, the three upsets uh the, yes. the three dogs yeah. covered? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They just they they ruined everyone's life. So um there's no collection buckets from me on, on them. Uh um, Fountain Blue, which I've mentioned before is in that "Quote unquote
4: cursed part of the strip that never seems to have success." Right now it is. <laughs> yeah, right at this moment it is. Do you feel, like it, do you feel like it will?
7: Now? Yeah, long term. By the way, the video poker selection is terrible. Not nothing special in there. Oh. Um, no, no progressive jackpots. I mean, everyone the, the wins got progressive. The, the the Venetians got progressive jackpots. You have to have progressives. Um, you know where the the jackpot starts are four thousand coins and and then goes up by how many people play. So um, they could change, though. They, they, but Right now, they, they don't. They don't have to right now. Um, it just looked like a big roundish kind of maybe ovalish kind of factory in there. I don't know. <laughs> That's what I felt. I walked in and I yeah. fell to my
4: side. I didn't even make the connection between Fountain Blue and Miami, which I should have in my because right. I've been there before um, many times. But immediately when I walked in, I felt like oh, it's like it's like a it's like a nineteen seventies Miami feel of an airport.
7: Yeah, that yeah. was my but initial reaction. But very friendly people that that were they Absolutely. were really told to be friends. because I was there twice now, and greeted at the door, greeted on the way out, and in the, in the parking garage even they were greeted. I mean, uh, I couldn't get in the valet uh, the, one, the night I went, but uh, the daytime I went, I would park the valet. They were just such really there. at the beginning everything's friendly, everyone's on their toes, Their you know management's around. We'll see what happens when I. Uh, buy-in mid-February at a crap table for $100 with uh, you know, four guys that are standing around saying, oh, I'm just under the breath. No, but it, I'm, I'm being serious. So they were very nice. And what, very is, what is it's the nice. timetable, uh, Kelly,
4: maybe you know, on the Mirage becoming a full-fledged Ooh, hard rock yeah. with that? Because if you look at the renderings of the strip yeah. in years to come, the most iconic thing that will exist on the strip right. is a giant hard rock guitar. Oh okay. Yeah. Right, right, that's going right. to be cool. Think about how you think yeah. of the strip right now, but that if you if you are to believe that is yeah. where it's going to end up. And I don't know what the timetable is, but I would imagine it's it, a number. Right of now years. I haven't been in there yet.
7: What's that? When, when is it? 2027. 2027. It well, I, I want want to be alive. Um, so, uh, but <laughs> don't say that. let, let me ask you. Yeah. What, they're uh they're they're taking over they're took over They They have the if you walk in you get a you get a hard rock card there now?
4: I haven't been inside of it. Oh, I haven't been in either. I've never I have yeah.
7: not gone in there. Hey, I'm gonna give. uh, Hey, I'll tell you what, boy, Randy. I'm sorry. I hope you don't get mad. I'm gonna tell this advantage play out live (laughs) on this segment. This is a really good thing for anybody, though. Yeah. Um, Anyone that has an offer, do you have an offer anywhere where you play somewhere um, where you get like $15 a week, $500 a week? I mean, I I get some that I get $1,000 a week. So I took my $1,000 a week offer over to the Rio, and the Rio is matching offers. Oh. So you go to the Rio, oh. and they'll give you whatever your offer is. You email them the offer while you're there. You email, They'll give you... They'll give you, uh, the, they'll match that offer. It's a good thing. Like, like um, the Palms does it. What the, the, who owns the Palms? A casino in California. Whatever the casino is, it's yeah. an Indian-based casino. Yeah. They have that deal, too, up to 1000 bucks. But for for a casino in this town to do that, I don't know why There's not billboards and stuff. But uh, whatever offer you get, you bring it in there, well, they'll match the, the because offer. Because
4: the building is too dilapidated to hang something on at this the, point. The real. Yeah.
7: No, yeah. You, you do take your lives in your own hands outside of the place, but it doesn't matter. I'm it's just talking just, about the exterior. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the exterior. Yeah, <laughs> uh, no, it, it, it's actually okay. I'm joking. Palms it's, is no. Palms is nice though. To have I,
4: I yeah. love having that, that property nice. there because oh, it's a. Like, it. Yeah, it's if you need a movie theater, it's yeah. solid. You'll fall asleep in those seats. They're so comfortable yep. watching. But like the you know very very convenient food court there yeah. the restaurants are sneaky restaurants good.
7: we talked about last week restaurants in this town and, and yeah. like you're saying the palms i didn't know they even had any good restaurants Oh, oh I got
4: that scotch
5: 82 that's it's my favorite steak place there. in, I, it in was town good. it was yeah. very good
7: yeah. Yeah. i went there it was very good scotch
5: 80
4: and, and a scotch 80 yeah, and yes. a sneaky great concert venue yes where i've seen the, the pearls that's still there the, per, the pearl yeah right i mean i've seen a number of acts there tony 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 being the
7: last one just a great little spot. What a great, great venue. I've seen, I think yeah. I've seen Duran Duran. It was very good. Um, I've seen some good shows in there. You're absolutely right. Oh, you saw right. a little Duran in, in there, did you? Who was
4: it? Duran Duran. You saw them?
7: Yeah, like no? when they first opened, or like oh. 10 years ago. That's, yeah. how they, that's how they
4: pronounce it in their accent. Duran Duran. All uh, oh, right. Scripted, or unscripted, I should say. <laughs> unscripted with Bill <laughs> Krakenberger on the other side. Right. Uh, we'll talk about some predatory pricing on something, because you tweeted out something. So I want to season oh, this. Oh, yeah. Talking about you, Ohio. We'll get to that on the other side. Uh, Levitard, Dan Levitard, next on DK Network. We're coming back at Visa, the Sports Betting Network.
1: I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington.